mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 16, 7.5. She'll do a quarter mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower, 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service over in Littleton. It's genosautoservice.com. Geno's is with the J. Larry Unger answering phones, of course. Charlie Grimes, your engineer. And Paul Lewinberger, my insurance agent, with us today as well. So any questions for Paul directly, please give us a call, 303-477-5600. Or you can text us at 307-200-8222. Jim and Aurora, you're next. Hello, Hi, Jim. Guys. Love your show. Thank you. I have a I have a 1993 Toyota truck. It has, a, I believe, a blown head gasket, but I can't find anybody willing to uh, replace the gasket. My mechanic tells me that the head is the block is probably warped, and he doesn't want to do it. And the truck is now sitting at another shop who says that. They don't have the proper equipment to do it. They have to be pulled simultaneously. It's it's a V6? 93 yes. didn't have... Did they have V6? Uh, I don't remember yeah. them having... Uh, is that a six-cylinder or four-cylinder then? It's a six-cylinder. Six okay. Sorry. It, they were three liters, weren't they? Okay. Yeah, 3.0. That's what I thought, yeah. yeah and they okay. had head gasket issues, although... And I'm going yeah. back in time again, although I, man, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here and somebody's going to, you know, yell at me. But in all the years we did those, all we ever did were heads. We never did anything with the block. So the block being right. warped, yeah. I don't think is a correct statement. That's probably a way of telling you they don't want to do, do it. it. But yeah. I've never seen the block warp on those. But, yes, the heads did. Well, and, and the block yeah. can be checked easily once and, you pull the yeah, head. Yeah, with straight edge, just check yeah. it in the, in the chassis yeah. and away you go. Now, how many miles are on, right. Jim? 170. Okay. And at that point, I mean, honestly, at that point, if you really want to keep the vehicle, if it's solid and everything else is great, interior and, and so on, I'd put an engine in it. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't is it do just heads. To get a three? Oh yeah. Is it possible sure. to even get a three point four? Sure. And you, well, no, no, it? you'd have to stay three liter. I don't think you can just convert straight to a three four on that. Not to my knowledge. That's again. It's been a long time since I've done anything on a 93, so I'm, I'm speaking from memory, but I don't believe you can change that to the 3.4. I think you got to stay the 3-liter. And, you know, you can, with Jasper Engine, for example, take your engine out, send it in, and get the same one back. It takes longer, but you can do that. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm researching on the Internet, and a 3.4 is a direct bolt-in, um, fits the, the mounting uh places directly and there's it's i'm told i'm seeing that it's pretty easy to do hmm. but i have no problem with another 3.0 either and, and i don't remember uh, what what are they doing on the fuel injection side of that from one to the other what are they saying 
Because I've never converted one to a three four, so I don't know. Uh, I don't re- I don't recall that, but it from what I'm seeing, it's it's a fairly easy thing. Hmm. You have to drill a, a new oil uh, dipstick hole in the three four, but that's about it. Okay. At any rate, do you know anybody that would do that for me? The three point swap. Sorry for being quiet. I'm just trying to think in <laughs> my in my mind. I mean, because right now here's the problem we've got in the whole repair world in general. Right now is everybody's busy. I mean, really busy because right. the fact there's no new cars, used car prices are at an all time high. People are fixing what they already own, much like what you're doing here, and so it's just really put the demand up on all shops. So, top of my head, no, I don't know anybody that's got the not not ability, but has the ability in the shop to take that much time in a bay to make all of that work. I don't know of anybody. No, Jim, I don't. Because okay. of what I just said, uh, dollars and cents, about, it doesn't make sense about, for them to yeah. do it. Right. How about a uh, head gasket um, repair? There's a lot of them that'll do that if in if in fact that's what it takes. Now, again, part of the problem is it's a '93. A lot of shops have even got a rule of thumb in their own shop you know kind of this you know because of the parts availability and so on that they're not working on anything that's 12 to 15 years or older they're just not doing it because of the age of the vehicle which at this point puts us back to what 20 you know basically 2010 ish or 2008 ish so you're you know you're 15 years beyond that my rule of thumb in the shop is 2000 newer uh, and a lot of shops, Jim, are going to be the same way. So you almost need to find somebody that's a, you know, more of a Toyota, uh, you know, restoration kind of a, of a situation, if you would. And at the top of my head, I don't know anybody in town doing that. Well, it's, that's that's disappointing because this truck is in great condition. Agreed. Everything's fine. It's never it's never overheated, um, but it does have a an oil leak from a gasket. Mm-hmm. And again, I. I'm with you. There's nothing wrong with the vehicle and there's nothing wrong with fixing it. The problem is, and I coach, you know, I coach automotive shops, you know, on a pretty routine basis. A lot of them that are inside of our group here that, you know, that I talk to on a routine basis. And the reality is because of dollars and cents of production and bottom line and where they need to be to make money and pay the rent and do all the other things they need to do. No offense, that job you've got doesn't pay them enough money profit wise to do it. That's the issue. Yeah, and I'm being I, honest. And it's just they, they, can, they can roll really in ten is. brake jobs and make more money than they can one one engine. That's the issue. And, and it's, it, we've been kind of pushed into this yeah. corner. It just with, is what it is with the economy and life and and things. And yeah, and, and I'm not saying right, wrong, or otherwise, Jim. It's just, those are just the facts that are in front of us. That's just how it is. Okay. So uh, if you can find a. You know, a Toyota-type specialty shop, especially on the truck side. And there are a few guys around. I just don't know them off the top of my head. But there are some Toyota guys around that would they would take this on. I just don't know off the top of my head who that is. Well, I appreciate your information. You're very welcome. I can do some research for you. I've got some guys I can call. If you email me during the week, I'll see what I can find for you. Great. I'll do that. Okay. Appreciate it, Jim, very much. Email drive radio Dot com and I can take it from there. Let's go to Max real quick in Yuma, who's got a question on insurance. Max, go ahead, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. How we doing, Max? Oh, good. I have a question for Paul Lewenberger. Um, 
about my personal insurance, this may not be a good time no, well, for him to take that. But. No, well, if it's a good question, we'll, we'll you know give us the question. I'll tell you whether it is or isn't. We'll go from there. Because <laughs> if, it, if it applies to everybody else listening, we'll just take it. Okay. Well, I got my um, new declaration page. Uh, American National went to a revised declaration page this year on mine. I don't normally pay attention to those, but I got to looking at it this time. And it shows me vehicle number one, which is my Toyota Avalon, and vehicle number two, which is my Chevrolet Silverado. And as I looked at it, vehicle number two says, uh, vehicle number one says it's, it's a pleasure car, and it is. Vehicle number two says it's business and pleasure but I don't use my Silverado for any kind of business. Do I need to be making a change, Paul? Yeah, I can get that updated. That's easy. Okay. I didn't know if that affected the premium significantly or not, but I thought if there's a chance to save a dollar, I'm always up for that. And that's vehicle number two, you said? Yes. It's a 2009 Chevrolet Silverado. Okay, I can get that changed for you. I'll give you a call after the show. I just wrote down your number two. Okay, I appreciate that, Paul. Thank you very much. You're All welcome. right, sounds great. Uh, Max, thank you. That's easy. Let's go to Don real quick before we take a break. Don in Denver, you're next. Yeah, John? Yes, sir. Uh, I've got a 2012 Honda Accord. It's a four-cylinder with stick shift. Is there any kind of an additive I could put in the gas tank that would eliminate a just a recently developed uh, engine miss in that. I doubt it. You could no. put a can of BG44K through it, tank full, BG44K, drive it, don't let it sit, see if that has any effect. If it does, at least it kind of we know what direction to head as far as what may be wrong drivability-wise. Because, uh, you know, engine miss could be anything from fuel, fuel injector, sorry, fuel injector, uh, the controlling of, or it can be electronic as well. I mean, it could be ignition. We don't know at this point. How do you know it's getting a miss? I guess that's my question too. What's that? How do you know it has a miss? Are you just feeling it? Or are you getting a check well, in yeah, tonight? Or like when you in town, like in your fourth gear, you turn the corner, and then you you know you start up again, and it boy it misses. It kind of bucks and stuff until you shift up into a higher gear, and then it quits doing. You know. Okay. Kind of like that old test we used to do to check. That was generally an ignition test when we did yeah. that, like the old I don't days. Know much, I don't know much about cars, but I, huh? it's just kind of frustrating, you know, when it does. Have. And I'm not 100% sure on a 2012 I can get uh, misfire data, but I think if you got a good scanner or get somebody on it that could uh, diagnose it, that would probably be the easier way. But a can of 44K isn't going to hurt you, that's for sure. Well, John didn't sound too... Uh, positive that would do anything for us. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And again, I, I, yeah. I have no idea. I mean, it's one of those things. It's it's not you, to to Steve's point. You're not hurting anything by trying that, Don. But I've I've rarely ever seen a can of 44K fix an engine miss. I mean, there's not too much. Let's fix a drivability problem in a can on the market today. Even my guys from BG would tell you the same thing. It's great. It's it works fantastic for maintenance. We should be doing it, but there's very few fixes in a can. Is is why I say that. Well, it's, it's got 110,000. It should be 
some miles left in her. Really. Oh, yeah. It should be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree. But By all means. And how, how recent are the spark plugs? What? Uh, when was the last time the spark plugs were replaced? Uh, it's got 110,000. I changed them at 85,000. So okay. they've only got 25,000 yeah. on them. Should okay. be fine. Should be all right. Again, you're not hurting yourself running a can of 44K through it and you know report back to us if it changed any. Just don't be surprised if it doesn't. That's all. Yeah. Well, the bad thing now is you can't even buy a new one when you want nope, one. Nope, you cannot right now. you got to keep the old one running. We have no choice. Let me just ask this real quick. Chad. Sure. Is it China where they're getting those uh, chips for the, that they're short on? Or? Uh, mostly Taiwan uh, is where the majority of those are coming from. But the issue is, and this is something I've talked about some during the week, and i tell you what, I'm going to let you go, Don. Keep listening. I'll come back with a chip answer in a minute. We're at a break time, though. Uh, keep listening. I'll have an answer, a better answer on the chip end of it for the U for the uh, automotive end of it, which I believe is now going to push our shortages into late 2023. That's my own prediction. We'll come back and talk about that in a moment. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years, probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. The rebate program with American National Insurance saves everyone money by incentivizing responsible money management. Depending on the cost, customers of Paul Leuenberger will sometimes choose to pay out of pocket rather than making a claim because they'd rather receive the sizable rebate at the end of three years than pay their deductible now. As a result, American National Insurance tends to pay out fewer claims each year compared to the competition, which is in part what gives them an A credit rating. American National Insurance then passes along that benefit to their customers by keeping their rates as good or better than their competition. With other insurance companies, you'd need to purchase extra rider policies at additional cost in order to receive comparable coverage. But American National Insurance rewards personal responsibility. Call Paul Lewinberger now for more comprehensive home insurance coverage at remarkably reasonable rates. 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. All right, back, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Dennis, Bill, hang tight. I do want to explain why I feel like 
we're not going to see a lot of vehicles in inventory until probably mid to late 2023. And again, I've been wrong before. I could be wrong here, and this is just a prediction. Doesn't really change anything at the end of the day for any of you listening, other than how soon you might be able to get a new car. The reason why I feel like it's going to be long is it isn't just a chip supply issue. That's only a part of the equation going on in the automotive world. What's happening in the automotive world, and there's a lot more intricacies to this than what I can even explain here in this hour, but the automotive industry is working off of chip architecture that's probably 20 years old or so, maybe a little newer than that, but essentially it's, it's old technology. Let's just say it that, that way. And in the chip world, you know, let's face it, you don't have to be very old to be old. So what's happening is not only is there a shortage of chips in general, but now there's this internal battle between the chip manufacturers and the automakers themselves saying, listen, guys, you need to bring your chip architecture into this new generation of chips. They haven't done it yet. Even Steve was commenting here during the break that even the communication devices that we have, which, by the way, the communication device and the computer that Steve's using in his hand has far more computing capability than what's in the car. And because of that and the baud rate and some of the other things that the manufacturers use, communicating and even getting the information at times out of the computer systems on the car takes longer, really, than it should because of the new modern technologies that we've got in the chip world, the reality is the automakers are behind in their architecture. The chip manufacturers want them to improve that. That, though, takes time because in in defense of the automaker, every chip they make has to be robust. It has to be able to handle 40 degree, you know, negative 40 degree weather all the way up to probably 150 degree, you know, weather temperatures, I should say. And the, and the abuse that they have to take, the shock, you know, going down the road, the vibrations, the harmonics, all the other things. And it has to work safely every single time something happens. So every time that car has an accident the chip has to function and make the airbag go off. So in the automaker's defense, there is a lot of safety issues that they have to build into their chips, but the the chip manufacturers, frankly, don't care. They want them to come into the new era of chip design. The automakers haven't done that yet. That still hasn't been flushed out yet. Once it does, it still take time. It takes time then to even get all of the safety and all the other requirements done, handled. And if any of you have any more advice on that than I have, please let me know. But all of the reading and research I've done says exactly what I just said. That's why this chip shortage hasn't changed on the automaker side, yet you can go out and buy a new iPhone tomorrow. Okay, so they're still building chips. They're still making stuff. They're still building microwaves and all the other things that have chips in them. We're struggling on the automaker side because those guys, frankly, didn't plan ahead. And I will, I will be critical of my own industry. We are famous for that, by the way. We are very famous for that. De- Dennis in Denver, you're next. Hey, John. Uh, sorry to call back again, but uh, I saw a Google card on my phone last night that the chip makers are not going to either set up residents onshore or ramp up their production without very, very significant tax cuts. I wouldn't, that wouldn't shock me. Intel has said even that they will do some things for the automakers and build some things. And keep in mind, and you bring up a great point, Dennis, even if they add more production, putting that plant together and making that thing do everything it needs to do is three, four years out. It's not going to change a supply issue tomorrow at all. It might be five years. Five years, even. yeah. <laughs> Hey, it needs to happen, by the way, but it's not going to fix anything overnight. It just proves the point of what I said even further. Neither is the design of the new chips to come into 
you know, what the chip makers want the automotive industry to uh, show them, if you will, as far as building a chip. Well, and that, that takes, you know, even, even maybe they could fast track it as far as the, you know, Department of Transportation and so on is concerned, you know, Nas- National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and so on, those that are, that are in charge of the safety of cars in America, especially, keep in mind, even if they fast track that, Dennis, there's still time that has to be, be taken, even if they design a new chip and a new, and a new you know, feature on a car, the new safety system on a car, what have you. I mean, what they're doing right now to try to get by with this for everybody listening is some automakers are dropping certain options to try to help this chip shortage out. So on a Chevrolet pickup, for example, where normally it would have the temperature setting inside of the dial on the dash where you just say you want to set it for 70 degrees. It'll say 70, 71, 72, 73. They're removing that option, giving you the blue-red dial. That's it. That eliminated a chip on that vehicle and allowed it to be shipped, and they give you like a $20 credit for that. Really? 20 bucks? Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's how some of yeah. them are trying to get around this, Dennis. It, it's a problem that I don't see I don't see it fixing itself anytime soon. And I had a question for Paul. I apologize. I missed the first hour. But, Paul, I think I remember seeing something about American National being bought out or merged. Is that the case? They haven't really announced anything yet, but I'm, they haven't said much to us about it yet. We're supposed to find out the first part of December. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was just curious as to, you know, uh, whether it's going to get better or worse. I would assume it'd get merger. I'd assume it'd get better. Okay. All right. Will you uh I know you have a lot of uh, customers that listen to the show. Once you find out, will you come back to the show and let us all know? Yeah. Awesome. Have a good day, guys. You too. Thanks, Dennis. Appreciate it very much. Let's go to Bill and Bailey, who is next. Bill, welcome. Hey, uh, John. I got a question for your guest, Paul. Sure. Um, I'm a homeowner up here in Bailey, and I, I keep hearing these uh, commercials on the radio about people stealing their home titles and taking out loans on that. How can a homeowner be responsible for that? It's so new to us i just had somebody call me two days ago and ask me the same question and we're just kind of researching it now because i've never heard of it before to where you can walk into the county and take somebody's and typically bill that's only going to happen if a house is paid for free and clear if you've got a mortgage on the house that becomes a lot more difficult to do because a mortgage company has a lot to say about who's on that that deed and how all that works And, and even if somebody did acquire the deed they'd have to have the deed free and clear which means they'd have to pay your mortgage off to even get there which the chance of that happening is is pretty nil. When a house is completely paid for, though, this is something that you need to be aware of and make sure that you're doing everything possible to protect that. Well, I'm in that second category. My house is paid okay. for. Then you need to double check. You know, you need to be checking constantly to make sure that's not happening. Otherwise, there you know, there really is anything else you can do about it other than just just watching it. Uh, I don't understand legally. How can they hold the homeowner responsible for somebody taking out a loan? Ain't that the people who take off the loan's responsibility? Yes, it would be in that case. Then how can they hold the homeowner responsible? Well, I don't think they could. If that, if somebody else took out a loan for your property in even in your name, well, that's 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 you know that's forgery, fine. theft. There's all now, sorts of issues going on. My name will be off the uh, title by then. According to the commercial I'm hearing on the radio. Yeah, I, yeah, and I'm not following you there, Bill. What do you mean? I'm sorry. 
they 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 steal your house by using a quick claim deed. Yes. So your name is no longer associated with the title. Correct. And then they go and take loans out against that or Correct. get mortgage against your house. Correct. And keep in mind, the quick claim deed would be a forgery at that point, so that's where you would have your ability to go back against them. There are, and I've not see, I've not heard these ads, by the way. There's guys talking about ads running across the, the country, I guess. I've not heard the ads, so I don't know exactly what they're trying to sell you insurance-wise, Bill, but the reality is that's where you get, you know you basically would get an attorney. You would go fight that particular individual for, for damages also on top of, of whatever else has happened because the reality is they forged your name on a quick claim deed because unless you're personally signing off on it, it's not supposed to work. Yeah, that's that's why I, I don't understand how how they can hold the uh, home. That's somebody at the somebody at the clerk's office not doing their job correctly. Okay, basically. So I don't have to worry about taking out special insurance for that or anything like that. I, I mean, again, I, I hate to advise somebody on this, given the fact it's not something I do daily, and, and it, it's not you know it, it's not in my wheelhouse, Bill. But I would think twice about it again if you're watching your county records on a pretty routine basis and you were able to catch that within even a month or so of that happening you could shut the majority of that down on your own see i, I don't even own a computer or a cell phone so well then you'd have to be, go, be going down there and paying a visit yeah i wonder if the attorneys uh, like the michael bailey's uh would have kevin flesh would probably be the best or, one to ask on like that one actually yeah. kevin flesh yes Okay, I'll wait till he comes on, and I'll ask him. You know, and, and I will, I'll put that in for him and, and ask him that, too, Bill. I will definitely do that. Okay, because that's, that's got me kind of worried. I'm 75, and I'm worried sure, about Sure, no, I, I, I hear you. Okay. Good job right. on paying off your house. Though. Yes, and yeah, good job. <laughs> John Littleton, hang tight. Conrad, hang tight. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8, 10, and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298-191. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. 
JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck, we can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. Make your life more convenient. You just found out that in order to install a new appliance in your home, you need a new electrical panel. Your current panel isn't safe or energy efficient, so it can't support the additional load. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air makes an inconvenient situation simpler. The live chat feature at AbsoluteFix.com stays active 24-7, 365, so you can schedule your estimate with a real human being at midnight on a Saturday. You get a two-hour time window for your appointment, so you don't need to wait around all day for a technician to arrive. 30 minutes before your appointment, you get a text message with a photo and a bio of your technician so you know who's coming into your home. Then, 15 minutes after they leave, you get a phone call asking how they could have provided an even better experience. Make your life easier. Schedule an estimate with Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air at AbsoluteFix.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. John, you're up next. What's going on, sir? Yeah, hello, John. How are we doing, sir? Uh, yeah, I'm doing great, John. A great day. Hey, I got several comments. Um, <clears throat> you know, on the... Uh, well, first of all, it was... Uh, uh, you know, you mentioned a while back about uh, nuclear power plants on one of your shows. I didn't get a chance to call in on that one, but I know this doesn't have anything to do with cars right now. That's okay. Well, it we actually are, does, because we're going to go all electric. We need some of those. Yeah, there you go. Well, anyway... Uh, They've been working on two power plants, nuclear power plants in Georgia. So I don't know if you knew that or not. But yes, anyway, actually, they, they, somebody they after I, I had mentioned that, okay. somebody uh, sent me in a uh, uh, kind of a little article on, on all of that. And, yeah, and, and I didn't know that we were doing that. So that was actually encouraging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's been going on for years. Of course, there's a long lead time on these things. Correct. You know, it takes years and years and years because we, we've got to build them to the, to the safest possible you know construction right. method right 
So, uh, yeah, then, then, you know, I, I had another problem. I was up driving the uh, peak-to-peak highway, and it's just the way people drive anymore. Here, here, here I'm going along with my wife and my daughter. We're driving the speed limit, right? And there's hairpin curves in that thing, man. you got to go down to 15 miles an hour, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I got a guy back there waving his arms around, giving me the finger and all this. I mean, and then I get up there a ways, and these guys are, uh, you know, they pass me up on a curve, double double yellow. I'm going, hey, man, you know, why don't you, why doesn't everybody just chill out, space out, you know, take their time and drive the damn speed limit? We would be 30, you know, we'd be a hell of a lot fewer deaths in this country if people just started chilling out. I'm kind of one that's waiting for the electric cars to come along and maybe, uh, you know, maybe have the uh, computers driving us everywhere. Maybe oh, that'll come space. eventually. You know, it, again, this, and, uh, this, some of this chip stuff that I've been talking about, I think, needs to get resolved. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get resolved prior to that happening yeah. because Chevy can't even build enough chips right now to finish the cars they've got in production on the Super Cruise end of things. So, trust me, there's a lot they've got to get done before we get there. Well, another thing regarding your chips, I heard I, I followed the the. Uh, stock market shows all the time and uh taiwan semi you know is is the right. big supplier right. to the to the industry industry here in the united states well there's a lot of of course a lot of politics with china flying airplanes yep. over taiwan all the rest of it well yeah uh, taiwan semi's got a multi-billion dollar investment right now in phoenix arizona to build a new plant now when that comes on is is any nothing I know. I mean, nobody knows probably. But you know, to build a plant the size they need in this country, it's coming online, and we'll be building our own chips for cars and whatever probably within the next couple of years anyway. So, uh, yeah, like and again, I, you know, saying, that's where I'm kind of yeah. going, John, with the yeah. you yeah. know end of 2023 as far as getting good production on cars going. And again, I could be off. Yeah. I could be off six think, months or so. But I can tell you right now, even my my fleet guys are telling me if I order a new truck tomorrow, I yeah, won't see it yeah. till next July. Exactly. That's what Jim Farley said. He's president of Ford, and he's really he's really going after this stuff. Uh, I think eventually they're going to bury uh, Tesla one of these days. It's going to take a few years, but Tesla. I heard that the actual value of Tesla is one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty dollars a share. And a damn thing broke a thousand dollars a share. Yeah. There's just no way the no, Volkswagen and all the rest of them are going to I agree, John. Have, you and I are, you and I are in agreement on that one fully. Uh, you know my I, feelings I'm, on I, that one. I'm in Ford at sixteen bucks an hour, and I wait for it to go to fifty. So I mean, at least fifty. So there you go, man. Uh, no, you're you're on you're on track, John. Thanks, I appreciate it. good comments, and I can't disagree with him at all. Conrad, you're next. What's going on, Conrad? Good morning. Uh, so I'm Conrad's wife. Hey, how are you? Gloria, Gloria good <laughs> to hear from you. Well, thank you. Good to, good to talk to you also. John, uh, you know, one of favorites of, of both of ours. Thank you. You bet. Um, so a little bit of an argument this morning, and uh, just I'm just, uh, you know, the person that uh, it happened with, or it does, you know, uh, I drive a, a slower speed. I Went to Castle Rock the last couple of days, morning, early, just to watch the grandson okay. from, from Evergreen. And uh, so I said, wow, Con, I said, you know, I really saved money. I went down from here, down 80, let's see, 285 to 470, and then Santa Fe right. over 85. Golly, and, and, you know, a couple of days of that, back and forth, and, you know, using maybe... Maybe a half a tank or less. Okay. I said, you know, it's all because I'm going slower, slower speed. 
Because, nah, Gloria, I think I have an argue with, argument with you on that. So that's just kind of what I want to clear up. John, am I right or wrong? Or, you know, he says, you know, you have a 2019 Dodge Ram, the Hemi, and I don't know all the rest. You but. could drive that. And the real answer on that one is you could drive it 100 miles. Well, I'm exaggerating. You could drive it 70 miles an hour or 50 miles an hour, and the fuel consumption is the same. It ain't going to change. It's not. That, that problem with that truck is it doesn't get good gas mileage, period. Sure. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't use as much gas. I mean, I, I, I mean, so am I hearing you right? I mean, I'm, if you drive it, the, the speed isn't as critical on that vehicle as how you drive it is critical. In other words, if you're not doing the jackrabbit starts, you're keeping a nice steady pace and so on. Yes, you'll get better fuel economy in that truck, especially. But really, if you're driving 60 or 70, it's not going to change much. Really? Okay. Well, then he's going <laughs> to. He's going to love to hear this. All right. There you go. <laughs> Gloria, okay. thank you very much. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Have a great day. And, uh, yeah, that happens to be one of those vehicles that, uh, unfortunately, doesn't get great mileage period. But, yes, the so- you know the softer, I should say, that's probably the best way to, to, to couch that. The softer you drive, the better economy you're going to get, uh, period. Phil and Centennial, you're next. Hey, John. How are we doing, Phil? Yeah. Good. I called you about a month ago. Ken Rackley was co-hosting, and I was talking about my next-door neighbor's 2004 Frontier that had a broken timing belt. Yes, yes, yes. And, and I was worried about pissing And you were going to buy it, right, or something? Or you were trying to buy it, or yep. I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Yep, you're right. I was, uh, I was worried about piston damage, right. but you guys reassured me, no. So I bought it, got it to stream this week, heard late yesterday afternoon, put a timing belt on it. It's running great. Ah, oh, good. nice. Good, good job. So you're going to cash out on that one really well. I think I'm going to keep it. Yet I have, I've not yet driven the truck, so I don't know what's not to like. It's it's great. I think you'll be truck, fine. So. I mean, and, and worse comes to worse, drive it for a year or two, and exactly. I mean, values are going to stay up. As I said a moment ago, I, again, I I don't think I'm wrong. Time will tell if I am or not. But I think we've at least got a solid year longer of this shortage, and I think it's going farther than that. That's my own prediction. Yeah, so I'm in three thousand on it. I think it's an eight thousand dollar truck. Easy, like it's, it's a cherry condition. Even even Ken and I were talking off air that day. That's probably even higher than the eight. Yeah, I, I threw out nine. You said maybe a little high, but I maybe, don't think so. After I we got know. to talking off air, you know, given what's out there or the lack thereof, it's pushing all of them up. A good anyway, truck I've is played so life valuable. very conservatively. Yeah. I'm in my mid fifties. Never taken a gamble like this, and well, you I did well. What you guys said, and I just want to say thank you. You're very welcome, Phil. Thanks for the update. I All appreciate right. that, sir. Day. No, really appreciate that. So, are we always right? No. Uh, do we know this industry very well? Yes. And I always have a lot of guests on that can help us with that as well. It's not just me. It's everybody that participates in this program from. Larry, even Charlie, even though he's not a car guy, he still helps with all sorts of things behind the scenes. And collectively, we do this thing on a weekly basis. So, folks, no, it is not all me. It is a it is a host of others, and it's years and years and years. Literally, I've been doing this since I was about, I'm not exaggerating, 12, 13 years of age. And I've learned a lot over all those years. I forgot a lot. Sometimes I have to go back and remember some of those things. 
And the plus side I think that I have in my favor is just knowing all the different people out there that I can touch base with and even tap into as needed. A lot of those joining me on a weekly basis helping as well. So, no, thank you very much for that update, Jeff. I appreciate or Phil, I mean, I appreciate that very much. And to the rest of you, lines are open, 303-477-5600. Paul Lewinberger with us again today. He'll be here another 15 minutes. So call us with an insurance question, anything you've got. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly. And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to champ. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. Modern windshields help protect the occupants of your vehicle in the event of a collision, so quality counts. In today's vehicles, your windshield has become a structural component of your car. The glass requires a specific amount of pressure to keep your windshield from literally popping out during impact. Even the quality of the resin that glues your windshield to your frame can make a difference. Since they invented windshield repair in 1972, Novus Auto Glass has continued to perfect their technique. Unlike most of their competitors, Novus can repair cracks up to a foot long without sacrificing the integrity of your windshield. Industry-wide delays in the supply chain have forced manufacturers to limit the quantity of glass they sell to individual shops, so you may need to wait longer for a new windshield. The sooner you contact Novus Auto Glass, the better chance you have at saving money with a repair. Contact a Novus location near you at klzradio.com forward slash glass. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for listening to us. Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service with us today. Don't forget, Sportsman of Colorado following us up at 1 o'clock, so stay tuned for that. And again, Paul Lewinberger, our uh, insurance agent from my insurance agent, ours, I should say, because he does a lot of yours that are out there listening as well, American National Insurance with us also. Paul and Monument, you're next. Uh, hey, John, good morning again. Thank you. 
great show. I, I I feel like I sent you uh, pre-recorded questions like uh, Biden gets. <laughs> because Hopefully, I answer them better. I I hope <laughs> you do, and you've been answering some that I was fixing to ask and I'm not. And uh, well, thank you. But I I also kind of feel like I'm consumer reports for John Rush's program. That's all right. I'm using Gaia for insurance after my previous company jacked the rates 30% in one year with no claims. Wow. And he got me right back down to where we were. Nice. Actually working with Craig there. And then I sent you a plug, and we were talking a testimonial on RoofMax. Dave Hart, I can't say enough about that guy. He's a good guy. He does a great job for I us. I spent the whole day with him here, yep. and he did way over and above on tuning up my roof. I thought I was going to have to buy a roof, and he said, nah, I've done much worse. This will be great. And I was up there cleaning gutters the other day, and it's like he glued down all of the composition, little gravel that was coming off. It was great. Yeah. It's a great product. Go. It really works well. I didn't even have to wash my clothes after I got off there. Yep. And then uh, AIM, too. I'm talking to those guys about the mortgage thing and everybody, including Extreme. I haven't been to Extreme. I do most of my own work, but I sent a bunch of people up there. And nice. They all, loved, they all loved them. Nice. Thank you. But uh, to get to a couple of th- quick questions, uh, uh, previous uh, guys that were on the calls today on that radio, I got the same problem with this 2001 Jeep Cherokee I was going to tell you about. And uh, mine, none of the CD players worked, of course. That's kind of standard. Right. Can't find one, a 10, 10 disc for the back, but I sent in for one for the front just for the, the CD player, and I got one, and now the radio controls don't work. Did it, I, did they work at all with the new radio, or it just didn't work, period? Uh, they, with the new radio, the steering wheel controls were dead. I put the old one back, and they worked fine. So yeah, that's in, the, that's in the radio. Whoever sold you that one didn't uh, sell you the right one or didn't update it correctly, one of the two. Yeah, and, that, you know, the funny part is I sent it back to them. They said they were going to send me another one. They sent me back the same one that still had your radio station programmed. <laughs> I put it back in, and it's still no steering wheel controls. Yeah, so they, yeah, they, they don't have the right option because those, as we talked earlier, those radios have different options in them, and that one doesn't have the right option, evidently. Yeah, there's like 100 different model numbers. There is, a ton. Even though he had that. Now, you also know, too, on a lot of these, uh, just for everybody listening on these older vehicles, there are guys out there now, and I put one in my 04 uh, Dodge Ram truck. You can actually now buy some of those older radios that they that they upfit to allow Bluetooth communication and so on with. So you can actually still make it work with the steering wheel controls and upgrade to Bluetooth if you want to. Yeah, he keeps talking about that. I'd just be happy to get the stock stuff to work. Sure, I understand. But I, anyways, I bought one for, I don't know, it's 300 bucks or something, does all that, and the CD player works. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's always a trick. You know, when you got about $1,000 in CDs, I like to listen to Sure. Them. Yeah, no, I get it. And then uh, the other thing I was going to throw out there is actually a required diesel emissions, annual diesel emissions check for the Colorado Springs Corridor right up I-25. Hmm. If, if you're out in Callahan or, or out yeah. off, you know, outside that corridor, you're fine. But I'm just inside that, just east of mine. Ah, uh, okay. And, and that old Cummins motorhome that I was talking to you about yeah. overheating, I had to take that. Some years, that was the only time it left the barn was to get the get the doggone emissions done. Even so, in that one, I'm not familiar with. So even that heavy, it still has to pass. Yep, ah, absolutely okay. every one of them. Even my little baby eco diesel Dodge. Yeah, yeah, that one I knew. That one, yeah, that's a given. I thought though, I thought the big one. Well, uh, again, you know better than I on that. So, it, and so, how far how far south is that going? It goes all the way to the south end of the springs, I think, including the Fort Carson area, and then it goes up to a little bit south of Parker, and, uh, of course, the whole east side of 25, and then it goes right. west. But it stops on the west side right about Falcon. Okay. And there's only two places in town that do it. There was only one. Now, they added a new one two years ago, and it's about 100. So, and, and I must... 
correct me if I'm wrong, Paul, because I haven't studied this side of it. Is that for diesel only? Because I, 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 the gas engine side of it doesn't go that far south, right? Correct. There's no gas emissions on That's anything around here, but only diesel. Only diesel. So, and I'm, and I'm reading it in front of me, portions of El Paso. Hmm. Yep. So yeah, you're correct. And, Is and, that a yearly it, test, too? Yep, it's yes. annual with annual emissions, and I don't know how they work it if you happen to have a collector. And my motorhome was damn near ready for a collector. No, car. and I'm I'm reading the map. I, I thank you for this this tip because I'm reading the map. It goes all the way, actually goes south past Fort Carson, even almost yeah, to Pueblo West. Not quite. Well, that still doesn't stop me from seeing guys rolling coal all the time. And you know, those guys just real quick. Those are those guys are idiots. They are not helping our cause out at all. They're making it worse, actually, Paul. They are, but I guess they know where to live because they never seem to have to Unbelievable. Get but, again, those guys are not helping us, you know, as, as enthusiasts even. They're not helping us. They're, and I know they claim to be enthusiasts themselves, but they're hurting us as an industry. Oh, they are. It's a real pain in the neck. It really it's just, it's And it's unnecessary. It's stupid. They don't need to do it. And, and those of you listening that are doing that, please stop. You're not helping the rest of us at all. And, by the way, the truck doesn't run any better doing that. No, not at all. It's worse. It, you, yeah, you're just burning fuels all you're doing. And a couple of quick questions. And, and real quick, Paul, along those lines, I did hear, I mentioned this earlier, but I want to re-mention it. I've heard there's rumors at the state level that they're going to take that whole little corridor you just mentioned and just go to all four corners and make it square across all of Colorado. That wouldn't surprise me. That's why I got my eco-diesel and my daughter's name and registered up in Montana. Yeah, it, it, believe me, what I just said I think is coming sooner than later. Yeah, it's waste of time my cars are so clean now i mean i ride motorcycles you can tell how much cleaner I, they are you sure just, can it, you know it used to be you had to avoid the center strip between the tire tracks on the road because it was all covered with leaky oil from all the leaky cars Not anymore that's almost non-existent now yep. in a parking lot or you the are correct store. you're correct i had a couple quick questions for you if you got time sure go right ahead that 2001 cherokee grand cherokee it's uh got 50,000 miles on it well 55 now i bought a real low and I still haven't straightened out that emissions thing. I found two more loose hoses, but I'm going to have to okay. get it smoked or something okay. to find that. It'll be out for a week and then come back on and tick me off. Okay. But on the front end, this little bit of snow we got last week's first time I had it in any of that. And uh, I live on about three miles of dirt road with a little hill, and the right rear end kept kicking out on me. The front wasn't pulling at all. Hmm. But I've got no dash lights, no service 4x4, no none of that. And that's a hard axle front end on it. Still vacuum operated, though. Is it? Yes. The, the, the axle disconnect is vacuum-operated. Might be related to that. Those are very common to go bad. And it, it could be the actuator itself or the controls down to it. Well, that's good. That's easier than a transfer case or a viscous coupler. Correct. And then the other thing on that funny little vehicle is I get a little rattling clunk on the little, little potholes and washboards on this road, and it sounds just like a bad strut-bearing plate would. Except, of course, it doesn't have There's no struts. No, most of those noises come out of either the shocks themselves or the control arms, but that's low miles, so you have to do some, re- do some looking on that because that's really low miles. Yeah, it's strange because I bounced it. I climbed under there, pride, pushed, pulled, bearings, everything. I can't find it, but I sure as heck hear it every day. Hmm. Check a- their sway bar end links, too, because even though they're, it's low miles, it's still got a lot of age on it. Yeah, they all look, they all look fine, but... Okay. I got to mount my GoPro camera down there or something. Well, not a bad idea, actually. Go. Really good idea. <laughs> well, thanks again, John. Appreciate the show and, and all the referrals. Thank in. you, thank about you, Paul. Most. Appreciate it very much. And yeah, on that smoke test, the guys at Extreme can do that as well. And on a lot of those, when it comes to emissions type issues and lights coming on, 
yeah, vacuum canister stuff that as steve knows that's the only way to yeah, get those done the easiest and, and quickest pretty I don't want to say it's impossible elsewise, but let's just say it makes the job a lot faster yeah. and easier. Yeah. So, Paul Loomberg, American National Insurance. Anything else you want to add to today? No, it was a great day today. Keep your minimums up. Don't do the state. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't want to be at twenty-five fifty or one hundred, three hundred, two fifty, five hundred or higher. Keep how many? How many people around you driving are not insured in Colorado? Last, one out of four. Last I heard, thirty-eight percent. So wow, one out of three almost. Yeah. Doesn't have any insurance. Zero. Zilcho. And okay. you'd be surprised well, how many people carry state minimums. Okay, one last question. This came up a few weeks ago, and if you don't have all the answers, we can bring you back and talk more about this. All of these expired temp tags, not plates, but expired temp tags that are running around. Somebody had said that somebody with one of those ran into them, and that other person's insurance company would not insure that accident because they had never properly registered the car. Is there any truth to that? No. I mean, if it's registered in your name and it's but expired. It's never, well, if it's a temp tag and you never did the complete paperwork, so it's still in limbo, quote unquote, how is it covered insurance wise? I have to research. I think it's. Can you? Yeah. Because again, like, say for example, you've got a temp tag from last June, so June of 2021. It, you bought it from a used car guy. You never ran everything through, so there's basically something sitting at the courthouse saying that. Paul Lewenberger is supposed to be registering and getting this t- this car completely registered at that point, but you never have. All you've got is an expired temp tag from last July. But are you? But it, is the paperwork at least in your name that you are the owner? Well, if you've never ran it through the county, who knows? And I think that's the point. The insurance company of this other client, you know, the person that had the accident that that did the you know, created the accident, had a temp tag, the car was never fully quote-unquote registered, the other insurance company said, we're not paying out, yours is going to have to. Something to research. Yeah, I don't know. No, that's interesting. Because I don't know. I, I could understand some of that because the car's never been fully registered at that point. But it's still been fully insured, so there's intent Theoretically, there. yes. Hmm. Again, something on yeah. the insurance side, if you could even, even if you find out money and send me an email and I yeah. can get back next week and even answer that i'd love to know because it sounded odd but then made some sense because if that thing's just in limbo someplace and it's never been fully completed who owns the car well i know like just real quick like if he sold you a car Mm -hmm. and then you never put the title in your car because you're going to jump title and give it to somebody else but then you wrecked it and we had insured we wouldn't cover me because it's not in your name see and that's what i'm wondering if what's happening here if you can find out and i'll let everybody know because my fear is stay away from those cars that have 10 tags that are fully expired yeah. <laughs> because they may not be insured even though they think they are. That's my point. So. Even their, their intent is. Yes. So, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service, Thank thanks you. for joining us as always. Larry Unger answering phones, Charlie Grimes, your engineer, and that was Paul Lewenberger from American National Insurance. Guys, have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Otherwise, Sportsman of Colorado is next right here on KLZ. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.